Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stoked. My name is Chris. And I'm Jeremy. And this is episode 18 of our first season. Mm-hmm. Also, and the last episode of our first season. It is indeed. This is, we should say, the ultimate Star Trek online podcast. It is. And uh, we are getting all ready, like the rest of you, for open beta this episode. So this are you episode. Excited? I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's all about that. We've got some news stories we want to cover beforehand, some really interesting news stories. And then we're going to take a live Q&A session towards the end of the show. Yeah. You want to talk about, before we go too far, um, we kind of have a format change coming up for the open beta period. Maybe we should talk about we that sure a little do. bit. Go ahead. Uh, here I go. Um, when open beta begins, we're going to be doing two things, actually. First of all, and I think most importantly, we're going to be putting together new player tutorial videos yep. for Star Trek Online. And these will these will help to give you tips and hints yeah. and behind-the-scenes and information. Look at it. We say we figure we're going to use the open beta period to kind of beta test our tutorial creation process. Yes. Part of our grandiose vision for our Jupiter Force, it's our fleet in the game, is we also want to provide tutorials to them, but also mm-hmm. the rest of the Star Trek Online community. Right. So we're going to test doing that tutorial creation process during the open beta time so we'll be taking a hiatus from the standard format stoked episodes while we do that now if there's something major that breaks we're going to cover that yeah we will and uh so you'll have tutorials from us and then once the uh game hits final on on february 2nd the uh tuesday of that week the show will be back in this standard but maybe a little more evolved I think we've been talking about possibly Format. doing a uh, yeah a more evolved. That's a good way of putting it. Thank you, sir. More evolved something because you know the show has to change a little bit because primarily our news has been uh, news coming up, yeah. reviews, Getting screenshots about the beta game. leaks, right? Yeah, but once the game's out, we can't really talk about beta leaks and screenshots. Right. So we have to, what we have we have a lot of things that we've kind of been brainstorming. And we're sort of. We have the fortunate fortune of being um, full of a lot of great ideas when it comes to the show. <laughs> so now we just have to cherry pick the ones we want to follow to actually really make them great ideas. Yeah. So, all right. Should we jump into the show here? Let's do it. All right. Uh, before we get started, though, do you want to make sure that Skype is working for you? Oh, it's, I checked. Yeah. Okay, good. great. We're good. We'll be using that later on. Yep. We, uh, we have uh, a couple of news stories to get to, but before we go ahead, while we stay on the topic of open beta and maybe throw out some of our surviving open beta tips. Yeah. Now, this goes beyond things like um, remembering to use the bathroom and eat and drink and things like that. Because... Oh, important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably but pee. Hopefully, those go without saying. And have a glass <laughs> of water. That's what we recommend here at Stoked. Have a glass of water. <laughs> but really, we also want to remind people of a few things that'll, that'll really enhance your open beta gameplay and really help you get the most from it. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things I want to throw out there right at the beginning is um, remember that it is beta. Uh, open mm. beta should be very close to the release version of the game and we'd, we admit that there shouldn't be a whole lot of crashing and things like that. But you got to remember that a lot of this is going to change um, and sure. as such, you need to expect to see some bugs and remember to file the bug reports. Even on release day time. with an MMO, nothing's final. Yeah. You know, there's patches that are always issued. It's an ever-evolving genre. I, the one I want to <laughs> convey, which may not fit all of your game style, um, but I really recommend spend some time with the character creator. I know you feel like you have such a limited amount of time, but get in there and, and, and create your character. Make something awesome. Go and explore all your options with your ship. Mm-hmm. Explore all of the character customization options. Don't yeah, just blow through missions. Research those options so when game day hits and you have to create a new character. Yeah. Because remember, it's a whole new character when the game final Yeah, that's is something final. I want to remind people is anything yeah. you do during open beta is going to go away. Right. So, so get you, all your learning out of the way. And- so use the open beta time to sort of research creating the ultimate character. So mm-hmm. on final day, you're ready... You've already got everything figured out, and you can make a character that you can stick with for a long time. Right. So pace yourself, but enjoy it, you know, because you don't have to race to the finish. You can't take anything that you acquire to the final game. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. That so, also means that you can play around with different class combinations, delete your character if you want to, and start over because they're going to go away anyway. If you is so crazy to do so. Uh-huh. Now, you have, a, you have something on here about getting math. Why don't you uh, explain yourself? Yeah, there? I think that open beta is a prime time for people to familiarize themselves with the actual mechanics of um, items and skills and things like that. So really, you know, spend your time getting to know not only um, – not only I'm trying to see what Chris is doing. What did I do? No, I <laughs> um, uh, trying to spend some time getting to know not only what each class can do, but um, what might be some of the best um, ways to go about things, like theory crafting. Some people call it, or um, min maxing is another term for it. That's kind of derogatory, but it's the same thing. You know, if you decide that your character wants to have the most badass weaponry in the game, then you need to know which weapons yeah. are going to enhance that. And I admit, this has been a area of weakness for me in the past. Um, I, ha- I I still experience this with Champions, and I did with World of Warcraft. I've been better about it with Star Trek Online so far. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you don't know what the different um, <coughs> abilities can do and what the different bonus points mean in actual gameplay, you really miss out on a huge huge uh, opportunity in the game to really kind of take advantage of the full potential. Right. And there's like this weird thing I have in my head where I just am pushing to get through. Don't have time. Don't have time. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Well, that's primarily because the the beta right now is done in such brief window periods. We don't have an unlimited amount of game time. But I still, I still want to say, you know, it's, it's take, take your time and learn what those things are because you'll be a better player for Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk a little bit about the um, staying informed portion? Because this is kind of a big deal. I think staying informed means more than just like follow the news, watch stoked. I think yeah, it also no, means like yeah, drivers. Yeah. yeah are there, are there issues with new NVIDIA drivers with, with Stowe? And maybe that's causing problems. Right. So, you know, stay on top of the, the forums the and forums, the yeah. latest dev posts and things like that because they'll let it, you know if there's major crash issues mm-hmm. that you can work around on your end before they have a chance to patch it. Right. So you can keep playing. Yes, like, sir. actually, very recently, you had a major problem with ground combat because you moved to the most recent um, yes. driver for yep. your video card. Yep, I did. Rolling back fixed it temporarily. Yep. <laughs> yep. I didn't. I figured, in fact, I did. I went to the latest released vi- version of the graphics driver. Then I had issues, so I thought, well, I'm not going backwards. <laughs> and so I went to the beta version of the driver, hoping that would fix it. And uh-huh. nothing, nothing fixes except for rolling back to the stock Windows 7 NVIDIA driver. Right, me. but if we didn't actually keep on top of the news, then we might not know, and then you would just be having a bad gameplay experience. You got it. So cool. you owe it to yourselves to keep on top of things like that if you can. Anything else on the uh, open beta survival tips before we move forward? There's, not really. We should mention over at JupiterColony.com, there there is a really great thread put up there with all kinds of tips that go much further beyond this, including staying hydrated and going pee-pee when you need to. <laughs> oh, also one more quick tip is um, the gameplay is actually pretty well improved by grouping. So if you've got any friends oh. that you can play with, yeah. definitely give yourself that opportunity. Or coordinate um, with some of the people in our forum or do something. The game, I'm, I am, you know, it's so funny, I'm a social gamer with people I know. Right. In fact, Xbox games, I don't even play them most of the time unless there's multiplayer for people I know. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like MMOs and online games, I, I am usually a, kind of a, a shy guy. You like to talk to people but play solo. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I've noticed. But I've had the most fun grouping <clears throat> up that I've ever had, so it's, it's worth learning how, to, and how even, to interact with the different social groups. Yeah, and even right now in beta, they've got some pretty good um, group finding um, uh, interfaces there in the in the user interface. You just hit O to bring up social. You can click on and find new friends. It's a great Easy. way to hook up with fellow Star Trek fans, really. Yep. And well, another way to do it is uh, 
search Twitter. You know, if you go to search.twitter.com and just, you don't have to even have a Twitter account to search it. No. And search for people talking about playing the game. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if you want to join Twitter, you can hit them up and say like, hey, next time you're playing, let me know. You know, because you can kind of watch their Twitter feed and see if they've said anything obnoxious or seen. You can get an indication of what right. kind of player they are. Follow them there. and then You can stalk them before you become their friend. I like to consider it research. I like, you know, research for optimal gameplay. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Yeah. Let's, let's try to mention that. I don't have anything on the tip of my tongue, but I think you might. Um, just a quick shout out as a goodbye to closed beta. Any favorite moments you had in closed beta? I've got many, and I plan to share more throughout this uh, if we get a, a slow time in the Q&A. But I do want to share one big one right off the top. And this was something that is not going to happen in release. This is why I'm sharing it with you. Oh. Uh, the very first time they rolled out DS9, you were unable to leave. There was a bug with the zone so that if you went there and you flew to DS9 and check it out. Which is already fixed because I've flown and left. Uh, Right. They fixed it since. They fixed it almost immediately. But the first night it was there, you couldn't leave. So there was a group of probably two dozen. Like the Bajorans. There was was probably two dozen of us uh, that were stuck there. And um, I'm... I want to say it was Gozer stopped by and visited us. Yeah. And not only that, but he then uh, started spawning a bunch of massive ships in space. So you had something to do? Yeah. That's cool. I know. He could have just warped us out of there, I think, if he wanted to. But instead, he started like changing his own ship into a bunch of other things that we, we hadn't experienced. You've got to love yeah. the power they have behind the scenes. How yeah. much fun was that be? He basically stopped by and started playing Q. Q, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Um, you, you also yeah, were going to You were gonna mention something about the um, <clears throat> uh, planet killer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, I'll bring it up since you mentioned it. I was going to save that one for later. But oh, come on, I want We did run one. a mission with a full group of us uh, of Jupiter Force, and uh, the mission was capped off at the very end with having to take down the planet killer. The, How do you the, do that? Uh, I don't want to give it away. Oh, okay. It's part right. of the story, um, and it's really well done. Uh, it's really well oh, written and everything. I cannot but when wait you finally get there to the planet killer... Not only do you have to do that, but your entire force basically gets there, and you and you have the weaponry to take the thing down, and then all of a sudden, a fleet of like eight thousand Klingons what? warped into view to try to stop us from doing. This. Oh, I bet I know what happens. Like five seconds later, eight thousand Federation ships warped in right what? behind us. Yeah, it wasn't really that many, but no, you know, he's it was scaled up for a full yeah. group of five. <laughs> it was massive, and uh, so then the the, uh, the Federation fleet was able to take on the Klingons and you know hold them off, hold them at bay. So there's while- like this epic battle in the back <clears throat> as your backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I don't have anything that cool, so I'm just going to not say anything. Actually, <laughs> my favorite moment from closed beta, and this sounds stupid, but it really is actually learning to enjoy PvP because I, I have never done PvP in a game. I've never wanted to. I did a little bit, actually, one try in World of Warcraft, hated mm-hmm. it, never went back. Yeah. My favorite moment is, is, is enjoying that again. That's good. That's cool. All right, let's move on to some of the news items because some of these I find particularly interesting. And some of them are, are very poignant, very um, timely right now. I have more to share on this very first story. All right. Well, so File Planet is selling closed beta to founder members, which I guess is a level of subscription. For and actually, Planet. they're selling this to anyone. Founders apparently get a discount or ah. free key because they've been around since the beginning. So they're selling closed beta keys for the last few days of Star Trek, which is, at this point, I'm not sure what the cost is, do you know? But it's like... I think you basically have to sign up for what they call a founder membership. Uh, a membership, a monthly like fee. A month. well, no, it's, yeah, it's a monthly fee. Yeah. yeah, and then I was trying to get the price, but I think you have to give them all your information before they'll give it to you. And then you get for the last like week, half half week of closed beta. Whenever mm-hmm. it's up and running, you get access to it. Right. Yeah, they now, don't list the all, price here. I thought that Cryptic would have learned their lesson with trying to sell beta access by now. It has never gone well for them. They've just gotten backlash after backlash, yeah. and this is no exception because um, the, that File Planet. 
um, offer didn't come out until after the beta window had ended on Saturday. And File Planet, I thought, but I thought they got private beta time. They did after the fact. This oh, is what I'm getting to. The okay. File Planet people released with that that said that they would get access this weekend, but there was no beta window other than the Saturday morning beta window. I see. So Cryptic had to go and say, "All right, well." File Planet screwed up. There was a miscommunication. Oh. Now you guys get access. So they basically open, reopen the servers for File Planet members right now. In fact, if you're watching live and act quickly, there's a chance you might be able to get in on that. Well, it'll for be like an time. hour for thirty bucks. I mean, whatever, or ten bucks yeah, a month. It's probably not worth the cost. Or you wait, or you wait a few days and you oh, yeah, play open beta. I'd probably recommend waiting. I mean, the game is awesome, but it's well, not really worth who, paying But you don't for know right what now. you don't know when these File Planet people are going to be able to get in. And you don't know what state the closed beta servers are going to be in on this last week before open beta. They might yeah. be needing to take them down a lot more than normal. That's true. I would, to me, would they might seem be like, pushing out a um, lot of unless patches. Unless that includes a Star Trek online digital download or something, I would not bother with it. Yeah. I just really wouldn't. Yeah. It's, but it's out there if you are, just can't wait. Yeah. All right. So the next story I find um, also <laughs> rather interesting because it might be a bit of a information leakage from Amazon, which has a track record of doing this. Amazon is pre-selling $30 worth of gameplay on mm-hmm. Star- for Star Trek Online. It's a, like a game card. The, the they call it a time a card. The pad yep. back and you, you put the key in and it and gives then you gameplay. It's just like you know buying gift certificates only you can buy them for yourself. Now, right. this is a $30 gift card. And or a time card, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say in the description for how long it is. But by but I looking at sworn that it used to. Well, if you look at a couple of different sources too, uh, they say it is for two months of gameplay. Well, sixty days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sixty days of gameplay. Um, there's a you know I'm I'm thinking of buying a couple of these because regardless, they're going to honor them. Yeah. Or they're going to refund me the money. Right. So uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. Amazon is good about that. I'll put a link in the show notes, which includes our affiliate ID. If you want to help contribute and support the show, you can buy right, those time cards. On a $30 item, we'll get like 0.02 cents. I but think. there's probably, <laughs> I would, yeah, there's probably some risk. I mean, we haven't heard anything from Cryptic yet, although uh, they did the same thing with Star Trek Online. Amazon was one of the first places to post the pre order at the price for Star Trek Online. Yeah, that's and there true. was no con- confirmation. And then, and then later on, they had it. I think this might be the same deal. I'm not quite sure. I'm going to do it because I know I trust Amazon enough that I feel like they'll refund me. But just, you know, don't, don't necessarily, if you're a little uncomfortable with that, don't buy something for a game Unless that has it's been, been no, announced by the, the uh, yeah, developer. You might want to wait until an official announcement. I'm not too Which shouldn't about be too it, long. I mean, we're basically the reason that we wanted to put this in the show is because there's been a lot of discussion on how much is it going to cost monthly. And this pretty much... Pretty much confirms it looks that it's like fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, if you figure a time card of sixty dollars <laughs> or for thirty dollars, sixty dollars gets you thirty. 60, no, thirty thirty dollars gets you sixty days. Well done. Thirty. Okay. See, I'm not very. I don't do the math. Yeah. Thirty dollars <laughs> will get you sixty days, which would be fifteen fifteen bucks a month. Right. So, which is pretty standard for a, a, a prime market MMO these days. All right. <clears throat> which is what Champions is. Yeah. Um, there's really no reason to think that Star Trek Online will be different from Champions. I want to just make a quick note. Uh, there's been um, a lot of leaked videos that have been online, and one of the main guys behind that, uh, we found his YouTube profile, so mm-hmm. we'll link to that in the show notes if you're interested. It's, at this point, pretty it's much... Basically, he's got his own channel, and there's a whole bunch... There's, there's you've some seen other it. stuff You've seen well, it by this point, though. Yeah. You really have. If you've been watching this show, you've at least seen the screenshots. That's a pretty good bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So the last item before we get to our live Q&A session is Sercata has... Um, Sercata. Right. Has, has kind of um, been well known for creating some just amazing artwork. He's done some backgrounds for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, not this one. You don't... Well, no, this isn't necessarily the one they're going to see. Oh. Well, it's still not this one. No, not the ones for the live stream. Oh. It might be this one. It might be. <laughs> um... He's uh, also done a lot of great drawings of starships and things like that. Now, yeah. he has posted 
Um, and actually, I, I want to mention that Surakot has actually been around in the Star Trek Online um, community since forever? way back in the perpetual days. My understanding He's is pretty forever. well known. Yeah, yeah, forever. Uh, so he has he has now been he's been playing beta and he's gone ahead and updated his uh, starship chart of mm-hmm. the different ships with their specs from like Star Trek Online like what their weapons capabilities the, are and things yeah, like from that the current beta specs this right. includes uh, their weapon placements their bridge officer capabilities the rank of their bridge officer stations so you know what your limits are and capabilities are on yeah. each individual ship uh, this is just this is. Is such a value. This is one of those things where if Cryptic had offered a hundred and fifty dollar version of Star Trek Online that came in like a metal box with mm-hmm. like a very nice manual, like almost like a book, this would be like one of the things that would be in this book because yeah. it's so high quality. And it'd be like this is you paid extra for this premium item, so here's a premium thing that goes in it. Yeah, this would be in there, and it just is. It's fantastic looking. You know, actually, if Suricata was offering glossy poster printouts of this, I'd probably drop a few bucks on that. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, once the. I'll be honest, some of the high-end information isn't 100% correct, but he's got the low-end ships all, what, all oh, correct. Is there something that jumps out at you is incorrect? I was told that the weapon placements are not correct on the Tier 4 ships. Oh, okay. So, meh. Well, we'll see. It's a work in progress. We'll see. It's very useful, so we'll obviously we'll link to that in our show notes. All right? Mm-hmm. So do you want to take some questions from the chat room? I'll set up Skype here. Sure. And you have your monitors over there, too. I do. So the next portion of the show we'll do for a few minutes here is we're going to do some live Q&A and uh, answer people's questions about Star Trek Online that we can answer that we have something to say. I'm going to go through some of the questions. We were up on the live stream for about 15 minutes before we actually started broadcasting and got some good questions in here. So I'm going to go actually through those while we get get the Skype set up here. Make it show. After I get a little comfortable. What Comfortable? What are you talking about? Well, my pants are already off. How much more comfortable can I get? That's what I was wondering. I mean, what, do you need slippers or something? (laughs) Okay, so here's some of the questions. That Why don't, came well, before you start, I'm going to take Ross's call and see if see if we can hear Ross. Testing. Ross, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. Well, you know what? We're going to let you uh, jump on since we're doing things out of order because I wanted to test Skype. But right. did you have a question for us? Yeah, my question was in regards to the sort of the UI. I mean, the Federation one is all really nice. Mm-hmm. I like it, et cetera. But do you know for the Klingon side, are they going to make it more... Klingon style, rather than having a Federation style. Ah, uh, you mean like the controls right now are, are still kind of have that Federation blue yeah, on them? Yeah, they've been redded. They've been given a red hue, and they also um, they make some different noises that are taken from you know actual Klingon computer sound effects. Oh, okay, cool. But they still have the Elkars look, and Elkars is not Klingon. So I'm, I'm betting that they're Maybe probably going to continue. Maybe in 2409. Uh, the Klingons stole Federation computer systems because they and needed to upgrade. The Elkars was superior. Possibly. Yep. There you have it. Uh, I don't think so. To be honest, the, the Federation side of the UI is still very much in flux. They did a, a rather substantial change to weaponry interface uh, just in the last um, build that they pushed out. So gotcha. even that side of things is changing. I'm betting that they will get even more Klingon-y as time progresses. All right. So I'm going to – I see we have some more calls coming in, but I'm going to let you do a couple from the chat room, and then we'll jump to the okay. phone. Well, let's see. I had a couple questions regarding the character creator, and some people wanted to know the limitations and the abilities of it. Um, there was actually a leaked video out there um, that was put up today, I think, from, oh, yeah? from some guys called Stow Universe. I don't really want to plug them too much because we were not allowed to put out video, and this guy was just doing it. And, but he got banned. So, oh, that was that guy? Justice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. No, that yeah. was funny. You know, that happens. You get all excited, and he was showing some video off. And yeah, I guess on, on Ustream. Live while it happened, he got banned on the air. That's yeah. kind of funny. Um, was that the question, though? No. Uh, anyway, so the questions were, is there full body fur in the creator? And actually, um, there's not even currently a fur texture for your face. At, uh, right now, none of the um, creatures that you can create 
really look all that furry. You can give them long hair and mutton chops and, and facial hair and, and bushy eyebrows, but there's not actually a fur ability. Plus, all of the character creators are just basically um, hands and face. Well, you see, Jeremy, everybody needs to stay Starfleet regulation. So yeah. you hippies out there, if you want to join you Starfleet, face. you need to yeah. Keep it clean and trim. You're representing the United Federation of Planets, boys. Um, somebody, I don't want to see you screwing off. Somebody asked if you can make an android, like I'm, I'm assuming a la Data. Yes. Basically, it's just a change of skin tone and eyes and, and things like that. Oh, really should easy. I totally do that? You could. I would. I got it. I am. You guys out there, I am so stumped. I don't know if I'm doing a dude or if I'm doing a gal. I got to figure out what I'm doing. So I'm thinking maybe Android might be the way. Open beta is your time to test that. Yep. All right, should we take a call or do you yeah. want? All right, no, we'll let's, see if, let's see if Pluck is still there. He's been calling him for like twenty minutes. <laughs> are you there, Pluck? Yo, dude, are you there? I'm here, yeah. yeah. All right. So, what's your question? You're gonna uh, have to my mute. Question this. is, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, the, so, if you call in and there's a delay, I uh, just remember you need to probably mute the live stream when we pick up your call because, uh, which you you know won't know until you hear us, but um, <laughs> kind of gets tricky. All right, sorry, sir. Go ahead and uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no worries. The question I have is. When you create a character, uh, if you make an engineer but go on to, say, a science ship or a tactical ship, mm-hmm. will that be a viable option for play? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you bring your assets to that ship. So you bring, like, your, if, you're, if you're, like, some sort of warp engineering theorist and that ship, that's an ideal thing. If that ship's lacking in that area, you can bring that. You can bring it. Yeah. Well, every um, class of ship captain will get a few innate abilities, and I think these are given by rank. I, I, that seems to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, my... My character is a science character, so I've got uh, like an ability that uh, dork. I know <laughs> it's the closest I could get to mathing. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> tactical. What's so up? I've got an ability that uh, basically scans space, and it gives me a perception bonus to spot oh, yeah. ships and stuff like that. Oh. I would I would have that ability even if I was in an escort or a cruiser. Right. So um, you take those abilities that your captain would have with you. Then the ships themselves have additional abilities, although primarily the limitations and abilities put in place on, by your ships are dictated by their bridge officer slots. And uh, I don't want to go too into that because it's pretty complicated, but that's the short Maybe there will be a tutorial on that. There probably will be. All right. Hey, and Pluck, I want to say I love your Skype uh, avatar picture. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, man. Thanks for that. calling in. <laughs> no, I won't show up on the thing. All right, yeah, if anybody else wants to call in, you can. Just Skype us at Jupiter Broadcasting. All and I'll one do word. a quick uh, saved up pick, uh, question here. To go for it, time. dude. Yep. Um, if you go to end game with a low end ship, somebody asks, will you, how heavily will you be handicapped? Um, to be honest, we're not entirely sure because neither of us have gotten that far in the game. But um, we do know that as you progress, you can go back and re-equip your early ships with heavy higher-end weaponry. So even though each ship is an upgrade in itself, like hull points and shield points and everything like that, yes, you sir. can beef up those lower-class ships yep. to be probably not comparable, but not a huge right. nerf. All right. The pet is calling in. Hey, the pet, can you hear us? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Uh, not not too much. Uh, let me start by saying how much I love you, sir, guys. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, big question is, it's been playing on my mind for a while. Um, you mentioned a while ago you just leveled up to get your next ship after the start of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just wondering, when you do that, do you get randomly given a ship, or can you pick what type of ship okay. you get? Okay, I can tell you how this works. Uh, Chris hasn't gotten that far yet. I haven't. Slacker. Um, what happens is that you're hailed by Starfleet, and you're given a mission to return to Starbase, and the reward for that mission is your choice of three ships, either a cruiser, an escort, or a science class. Um, and that's pretty much all it is. We should say holler to Gozer, who just joined us in the chat room. Hey, Goz. Um, yeah, that that is not... Now, 
that said, though, you uh, the, if you go ahead and if you wait that far into the game, you're going to have collected probably some gear by that point. Yeah. So you'll you'll be able to bring that with you. So it's I, I felt like like I'm getting gear right now that I can't even really use, and I figure I'm just going to save that in a bank. And yeah, I had to do that as well. I had probably two or three pieces of gear that as soon as I got my next ship, immediately it was beefy. Yep, exactly. Um, more beefy than I already made my centaur. So you, the whole time, like, flying around with the Miranda, I don't feel like I'm really wasting my time in that ship. No, and so. it, you continue to upgrade your gear and your boff stations and your, your modification slots and everything like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, the pet, thanks so much for calling in. And um, that leaves the phone line open now. If anybody else out there would like to call in, they can Skype us. And Gozer, if you want to call in with a question about the game, um, you're more than welcome yeah, to try we'll, to answer we'll for you. Yeah, we'll be happy to try to answer that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have questions there on your uh, notes before we go forward. Sure. Uh, how about, let's see, is there fleet versus fleet PvP, and is it ground or space? Um, we know that we can set up individual war games. We haven't actually been uh, able to do this yet, but it's a feature that's been announced. So these will be um, PvP battlegrounds that you set up, and they're private, and you can invite whoever you want. So if you want to invite a team from another fleet and go to town against them, uh, that sounds like that's definitely not- something you can do. All right, we've got Christina Chapman calling in, but she's got to mute her stream. Or he- yes, please. All right, we've got Christine. Christina. Christian. I'm not sure. It's small text. Christian. I'm not sure it's small. Yeah, okay. We're getting some feedback though. All right, one second. Let me mute. All right, thank you. All right. My question was, uh, how much of a difference does it make for the turning radius for auxiliary? Whenever y'all did the interview with Daniel Stahl, mm-hmm. he said the auxiliary does the turning radius. How much uh, does that affect? Like, if you had 100% auxiliary or like zero, zero auxiliary, how much it allows you to turn? Um. Uh, well, before I answer here, I'll, that, I'll hang, up, hang up, up on you so we don't get the um, feedback. Back. So we'll answer you on the stream here. Um, I actually did a little testing with this on my own um, just to see how much of a difference it makes. It's noticeable, but I don't think that it's a game breaker because no ship, even though it's a little sluggish to turn, it's it's not like, oh my god, I gotta turn. It's not like if you played Star Trek Legacy on the Xbox 360. It's not that kind of turning. Right. And in fact, one of the nice things is one of the abilities, I don't know if, I guess my ship came with it where you have the maneuverability. Yeah, the, the evasive maneuver, which has a quick pull, which has a pretty quick cooldown, so you can you can punch that, and your ship will whoop, spin right around right. Uh, auxiliary power or not, because it's like this emergency boost of power. Mm-hmm. Something Scotty must be down in the engine room, kind of working on that. Right. All right. So while uh, we're waiting for our next call, we have more questions here. Is there space chatter sound effects when you're near a space station? Yes, and I love them. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. All right, we have a phone call here. It's Chris. Chris, can you hear us? Are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, man? You have a question for us? Hello? Yeah. We can hear you. You're going to have to listen to us through Skype and not through the stream. Otherwise, there's like a 20-second delay. Hi. There we go. He'll hear us. He'll hear us now. And... I got you through this. There we go. I don't have you through uh, Skype. All right. Would you want to call call us back when you get it working? You can do uh, some testing on with a Skype test lady. Yeah, the delay just makes it impossible. I think we'll take one more call because we have to. We're trying to. Oh, I wanted to say at the top of the show we forgot to get into this. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to try to approach uh, when we now. Not of course. This is kind of the last episode of season one, so it doesn't really matter. But future episodes, we're going to try to do them a little shorter uh, for uh, many reasons. We'll get into a sec. But now we have Ross on the line. Hey, Ross, can you hear us? Hi, got hey a there. question for you. Sure. When you when you guys went to check out the DS9 station, were you able to go through the wormhole? You know, I didn't see the wormhole there. I didn't uh, necessarily try, though, because I was so excited to get on Deep Space Nine, and then I had to move on. I was on a mission. Uh, but uh, I I think I heard people in Ventrilo maybe talking about the wormhole, so it's, I think it might be there. I'm not sure. But... Um, the Deep Space Nine station itself was crazy cool. The uh, wormhole did, doesn't come out to play until uh, except when you first... Zoom zone into the sector. Ah, okay. It's just sort of a maybe a, I saw it. I just an forgot effect. Then. 
Right um, now, they've already said that you won't be able to go to the, uh, oh crap, was it Gamma Quadrant, Delta Quadrant? You can't go through the wormhole, but they have said that oh, yeah, eventually there will be some content that takes you into the wormhole. So I was saying we're going to probably try to do our main shows uh, around 30 to 40. We're actually going to aim for 40 minutes. Um, the uh, The main reason is, is when we get to about an hour, the file size gets over about a gigabyte. Which is why our last episode was so long delayed. It, yeah. The, the, it got too it takes, takes It takes a long time to render. It's almost – it's like a it's like a Richter scale of, of everything that gets pushed out from uploading to YouTube and then process. Like if you might have noticed the last episode, it took a day. Mm-hmm. Before it was processed into HD, it took YouTube 24 hours to transcode the video. So we're going to try to shorten it up until the technology can kind of catch up. But that's not really going to be super relevant because while the uh, show goes on uh, in tutorial form during the open beta, the tutorials will just be the length of the tutorial, 5 minutes, right. 15 minutes. It kind of depends on the content. Right. So that won't really kick in until season In fact, two. one of the tutorials that I'm planning is um, how to get through the tutorial as quickly as possible. Oh, uh, but you should exp- – I just said you should experience the – But, you know, Klingon players don't give a rat's butt. You know, oh. So if you want to show them how to do it in the speediest manner possible, we'll show you. Yeah, and yeah, and it's probably I say maybe on all those kinds of things, you'll probably create a couple of characters at, yeah. during open beta. It's probably good to know maybe the first time go through it and really experience it, uh-huh. and listen to the uh, docile tones of Zachary Quinto, and then <laughs> on the next time, just kind of maybe you'll be ready to rush through it. So I think we'll end uh, the show there because we do want to kind of keep the link down. Was there any other questions from the chat room you wanted to answer? It is going by so quickly, but uh, we'll hang out on the live stream for a bit and yeah. keep talking to you guys. But well, I here's we'll a few more that came up show. earlier. Somebody asked if there are banks in the in the game. There are, so you don't have to keep everything and, on your per- on your person. Uh, explain to me what's the difference between the bank and the fleet bank. Um, fleet banks are actually can be accessed by anybody in your fleet that has the proper uh, access authorities. So if I find something epic cool and I want to share it with a fleet member, I put it in the bank and then they can just go grab it next time they're in game. Yeah, I like that. Uh huh. Okay. Um, let's see. We had a really big question. I think we're actually going to save. Somebody asked if there are is a lot of ship slash class tactics involved in large space battles, or if they just feel like Zerg fests, um, oh. where it doesn't matter what you are. That that is actually a really big question, and it, it's a good one. But I don't think that we have time to go into it. Too I'll give much. you a real quick answer. Just something quick. My yeah. my first opinion is it totally depends on the players, because I've been in a situation yeah. where it was everybody just it was just a slugfest, and then I've been in a position where we decided based on whose skill sets were where with their ships, they mm-hmm. had different tasks. Yeah. So it really depends on the people you're playing with. Yeah, it does. And probably that latter group did much, oh, much yeah. cleaner combat. And it was way more fun. It was so much less frustrating. Yeah. It was a lot of fun just to kind of be organized like that. Yeah. All right. Well, people on the live stream, we'll stick around and keep chatting with you for a bit. For everybody watching the recorded version, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode, episode up now. Thanks so much for joining Season 1 of Stoked. We can't wait to get the tutorials out. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Let us know how your beta experience is going. Join the community over at Jupiter Colony. And we're going to actually be setting up during open beta at some point our own fleet um, forums that will also have a public place that you can stop oh, yeah. by and chat. Yeah, but um, I, uh, it's going to be – keep watching jupiterforce.org for that. And then also we'll make announcements um, probably on our YouTube channel and um, in the Jupiter Colony forum when the force is ready to go. It's close. The software and everything is bought and paid for. Awesome. So we're really close and we're excited about doing that. We're on the doorstep. We are. And then we'll also probably do some of the tutorials live. I thought maybe it'd be kind of fun if one, while we're doing the tutorials, maybe if somebody was monitoring yeah. the chat room and taking questions as we do them, mm-hmm. you'll find all that kind of information over at facebook.com slash Broadcasting when we're going to do those live events. That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching this episode of Stoked. We'll be back next week with our first tutorial.